those feelings of like, oh, I have to work. Like, I think that just comes with doing your own thing and not working for someone else is like, there's no one to cover for you when you Mm -hmm. don't have those systems in place. Hey, hey, my feel-good friend, and welcome to the Feel Good Social Podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey, and ah, I cannot wait to share today's conversation with you because we are chatting with Sheridan, who is an outdoor adventure backpacker, creator. She is a virtual assistant, and she's a Feel Good Social clubber, and it's just like an amazing conversation. We get to chat about how she actually approached her content creation strategy when she was looking to create rest time and downtime in her business. She actually got surgery um, in 2022 and she really had to prep for her surgery because she knew she wouldn't be able to show up online for her businesses in the way she had been. And so we chat about the strategy and the approach that she took, how she was able to create content that actually performed really, really well um, and aren't necessarily following all the trends and doing more, right? And so today's conversation is awesome. If you were looking to create a strategy that is simpler for you, that feels good to you, that empowers you, that allows you space to take time away from your business and take time for yourself and all of the things, Sheridan is one of the sweetest people ever. I love her so much. And I know you are going to not only love this conversation because she is such a wonderful woman, but also you will glean a lot of knowledge nuggets and insight when it comes to creating a strategy that works for you, no matter what season you're in, in your life. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into this conversation. Hey friend, and welcome to the Feel Good Social Podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey, and I'm here to help you market your business in a genuine way that works without wasting your precious time. (laughs) On this show, we chat about social media strategy and mindset tips with a focus on, you guessed it, feeling good. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some genuine conversation for the good of your biz. Do you know what your brand vibe is on Instagram? I have a new fun quiz that's just for you, my friend. I of all people know how hard it is to figure out how the heck you're supposed to translate your brand to the gram. And with this quick seven question quiz, we will help you hone in on your brand's personality, voice and visuals so that you can show up consistently and create content that looks beautiful and feels on brand for you. This quiz is so awesome. It's been a long time coming and I know that you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Plus, the results will help you show up in the best way for you. If you'd like to check out our new brand vibe quiz, just head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz. Pretty easy. Head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz to find out what your brand's vibe is on social media and start showing up there for your brand. Hi, Sheridan. I'm so excited to bring you back on the Feel Good Social podcast, lady. Thank you so much for coming back on. Yeah, I'm excited to be on again. Thank you for having me. Yes. And today's topic is going to be super awesome. We're just chatting, guys. I totally need this too. We're going to be talking all about how you can plan in your business that you own for an extended leave of some sort or whatnot. 
But if you didn't already know, Sheridan was actually already on the Failure Social Podcast, episode 122, where she shared all about creating Instagram reels and all that different stuff. That was one of my favorite episodes for sure. Um, (laughs) But Sheridan, for those of you who haven't heard your first episode yet, I always like to start with asking, who are you? What do you do? Who do you serve? Yeah. So my name is Sheridan and I am both a virtual assistant and an adventurous content creator. And I like to serve people who are like new and people who are just in a spot in their life where they don't quite know how to get themselves unstuck. So whether that's in business, whether that's getting started with hiking, camping, or backpacking, I really like to get people unstuck. Oh, wow. I love that. I love the crossover between your two (laughs) values and your businesses and all that stuff. Okay. I'm going to geek out about that later for sure. But anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us, lady. And I can't wait to chat about this. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us when it comes to like taking a extended leave of, you know, time from work and stuff like that in your business. um, Tell us the story, your journey in that, I guess. (laughs) Yes. So I was fortunate enough to have like a heads up to my leave. I know that's not always the case when it comes to like health and medical issues. Like sometimes it's abrupt, but in my case, it, I had a heads up. And so I had a medical condition that was not controllable anymore by any medical intervention. So no medicine would help. So my only option was surgery. And I had a major abdominal surgery that made me take six weeks off and rest for six weeks. And as somebody who doesn't know how to rest, like I was like in total panic mode, like both with my nerves for the surgery. And because like, I was like, what what do I do with my business? What do I do with my time? And how can I set myself up to not, you know, fall a hundred thousand steps back for all the progress that I've made this year? Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, I have to pause real quick because like literally I feel that so hard. And I think mm-hmm. so many people feel that like, I literally remember like <laughs> the anxiety that I felt the first time that I like had to take a step back from your business. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. if this is just the overachiever personality (laughs) or anything, but like literally, you know, I think a lot of people when they're first starting out in their businesses, they dive in, they jump in like, and they go, you know, 60 miles an hour for like so long and feeling like you need to like pause, feeling like you need to stop feeling like you need to rest. It like causes more anxiety. Cause you think that like, everything's going to go down in a burning ball of flames. Like you can't like stop or else like mm-hmm. the momentum will stop and all that different stuff. And it's very, very scary for a lot of people. Yes. So I'm glad that you <laughs> acknowledged that. Cause I felt that so hard with feeling <laughs> social even. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like those feelings of like, oh, I have to work. Like, I think that just comes with doing your own thing and not working for someone else is like, there's no one to cover for you when you don't have those systems in place. And like, when you're a team of one or two and you have to take a step back, you're either asking for it to not be done or for you to overload someone that you're presumably like close with and like care about their mental stability too. So it's definitely harder when you're operating in a small mode versus like a large corporation. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's no one to cover for you. Like you said, you know, you kind of have to figure it out and stuff. Yep. So how did you start that process? Like at least you had a heads up. So that was a good start. <laughs> but then like, how do you start thinking ahead to all that? Yeah. So first I took it from two different perspectives. So I have my virtual assistant life where I work with clients. And then I have another account that I run personally. And that's like my outdoor content creator account. And I treat that account as a client. So I took it from two different approaches. So the first one was with my virtual assistant account, All the Hats VA. And I sat down months in advance because I had like a four month heads up. So I sat down and I really thought of like, okay, how much does social media matter for my business? And those are two different things because on the virtual assistant side, I do a lot of work. I get most of my stuff through word of mouth and SEO. Very little comes from Instagram. So I was like, okay, energy does not need to go into Instagram for this time period. But on the other hand, for my account that I treat as a client that is a content creator account, one needs content for that type of thing. So when I was looking at that, I was looking at my metrics, my analytics, and I was noticing that posting three times a week, which is what I was doing over the summer for that account, um, A, it didn't feel very good. Like I was very stressed out all the time about it. And B, my midweek post didn't get a whole lot of engagement. So a month before I went on leave, I switched to a posting schedule of two times a week. And like, I just mentioned it in a caption of like, Hey, posting schedules changing. It's now Tuesday, Thursday, instead of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that allowed me to take all of my ideas and spread them out further. So like for the six weeks I was off, I didn't need three times six. I didn't need 18 posts. I only needed 12 posts. And that felt a lot more manageable ahead of time. And then I went through and like did the batching and scheduling out further ahead than normal, because usually I only like to schedule out like two weeks in advance because it gives you room for creativity. But I was scheduling out six weeks in advance. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. Okay. Oh, so many things to comment on, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Firstly, like, uh, I absolutely love that you legitimately asked the question, okay, like how important is social media Mm -hmm. to my business? And I love that there were two different types of businesses that you have. And so obviously that like depend on social media in different ways. And so, you know, social media is more of a priority for Sheridan Rooms than it is for all the hats. Right. And it's like, I love that you took it there because that is one of those things that I like try to drill into the feel good social clubbers heads so much, you know what I mean? Is like, is like, okay, like let's look at this objectively. It's okay. If social media isn't necessarily the most important priority for your business, like let's decide how important is it? How much time are you willing to spend on it? And then like make a plan of attack that works for you. And then I love that you're like, okay, cool. So I'm changing my posting schedule right in your own rules. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I love that also you're like, okay, well, 
like I can spread my ideas out longer if I post one less per week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love this so much lady. So when it came to actually planning out the content and all that stuff, what did that process look like for you? Yeah. So I am constantly changing how like the system that I put in a place for myself for like batch creating content, which is good and bad. My personality is pretty chaotic. So like it's pretty on brand. But um, what I did was I was like, okay, Sheridan, B minus work is fine. Like it doesn't have to be perfect because September. So I went on leave at the end of October. So I also got married at the end of September. So like life is just totally chaotic since finding out that I had to have the surgery Mm -hmm. and trying to stay on top of what I was doing for like the current and then also plan for the future. I like opened Canva. I made some templates and I adapted some templates that I have from the feel good social club. And I was like, okay, all posts about with like a inspirational quote. I'm just changing the background and like the words I'm not going in and making my box again, putting my little circle picture again. I'm just changing the background. And you know what? Nobody noticed. They're probably going to notice now that I'm saying it out loud, but nobody cares. Like, <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You guys, I'm over here like getting way too excited right now. <laughs> like just nodding my head big time because it's so true. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. Wow. Like, okay. Oh, I think that we need to get comfortable with saying B minus work is acceptable. (laughs) Like I need to put that on a t-shirt or something, man, because literally it's so true. I think that like American culture, we we're like all kind of tend to be high achievers often, especially in the business world and whatnot. And like, it's hard for us to be like, okay, yeah, like, you know, it's okay to put out B minus work. It's okay to like not have changed everything around. And it's exactly like you said, no one freaking notices if you like <laughs> just change the background. And honestly too, sometimes I think that there's like something to be said about keeping templates very similar because then it helps to boost your brand recognizability. Right. Yeah. And like, I totally stole the B minus work idea from someone else, not my own, but I love it. as far as like, looking back in the past six weeks and like what performed well, I have two posts that like blew my entire year out of the water for that Sheridan Rome's account. Um, one was feminine hygiene in the woods. And that was just like a simple background. It was like a blue background and it just had the words feminine hygiene in the woods or like outside, something like that. And then I just wrote my caption. I didn't add a whole bunch of slides. I could have, but when I was trying to maximize my time. I was like, I'll just put this in a caption because that's how my time can be used better. And then I used the same exact thing for a post on how to poop in the woods. But the way I phrased it was a little less polite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember that one. (laughs) That one got, that was like my second most engaged post in the year. Yeah. And because it was quick, it was easy to digest. Um, Like it had, that one had slides of like things you need to do. And I think it had like five slides and the call to action was in the slide. They didn't have to read the caption to get the con like the value of it. And that was shared, I think like 
800, 900 times and on an account less than 3000 followers. That's and it was a, a carousel, right? It was. And then, so the other one, the feminine hygiene in the woods was a static post or was it a reel? That was a static post. Wow. Um, I could have made a reel, but reels take more time for me to make. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I want to spend 30 minutes making a reel or 30 minutes making two posts? And so Girl. I went with the two posts. The two posts. And um, and so then the, the feminine hygiene one did perform well mm-hmm. as well, you said, right? It did. The first time I posted it, it had a... I, I can't spell. I got out on like the first round of the spelling bee every single year. And so like I spelled hygiene wrong Mm -hmm. and I noticed it and I was like, okay, that's like, I can't. So like I re-uploaded it (laughs) and it still got really good engagement, even though I deleted the first version. Oh my gosh. Okay. I am loving how nitty gritty we are getting in this conversation. And of course I'm going to be geeking out about it, especially because of the analytics and you are giving so many permission slips right now. You're (laughs) busting myths right now, lady, because literally like, exactly. It's like, man, I mean, everyone is always about like chasing the, like trying to make the algorithm happy, chasing the trends, like all this different stuff, you know, but still, I think that like the trick, honestly, I mean, firstly, always bring it back to Mm -hmm. your own business, what you can achieve, what's your priority right now. Right. And I love that you said, instead of creating one reel, I created two separate posts because it was easier for me and whatnot. And I still Mm -hmm. performed amazing. Look at this. Um, but I feel like, like, instead of worrying about chasing the trends and all the different stuff, it's more about like speaking. It's more about the idea behind the post, honestly. Yeah. And I love too, that it's about like simplicity. It's about being easily able to consume a post, you know, getting your idea across and choosing ideas that people that like capture people's attention and that they (laughs) want to pay attention to and share and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Like, a reel probably would have performed better as far as like reach goes, but my followers, my followers shared those posts because static posts tend to reach your following more than non-followers and they shared it with their friends. So like the connections I got from those and like the conversation I had in those comment sections were like light years better than like a bunch of strangers liking something and then just moving on. And when I was taking a break, like I was more concerned about nurturing versus growing because I just didn't have the bandwidth for the growth. Yes. Yes. And there's such a difference between the growth goal and Mm -hmm. the nurturing goal, which is another, like kind of one of those misconceptions. I think a lot of people get confused about when it comes to social media these days, because it's like, like, I feel like every freaking social media person and marketer is talking about trends and talking about the growth goal as the focus and all that different stuff. But there's so much more to be said or not more to be said, but there's something to be said about nurturing your ideal customers. And I love that you said like the quality of the comments and the engagement mm-hmm. that you were receiving is better. And the quality of the shares is a little bit better if you were focusing on the nurturing. And lots of saves which I prefer saves and comments and shares over likes any day, mainly because like, that's a signal to me that like people value it. And my goal is to put out valuable content 
And like, that's something I've like come around to this year. I started the year with like explosive growth on a viral reel, but that tapered off towards the end. And along with some realizations that the number doesn't necessarily translate to like clients and it doesn't translate to like the amount of connection that you have with your followers. Cause like, if you have a hundred thousand followers, your connection is not as great as like somebody with a smaller account. And you can see that in engagement rates if you're like really into stats. For sure. Oh, oh, okay. Geeking out about this. (laughs) Because literally also, this is like the perfect time to be having this conversation with you specifically because I literally, our last interview was, I think we were talking a lot about like the viral reel and kind of like how that looked like and stuff. And so it's so great to like come back around to this and and chat with you about what you've learned since then. And I think Mm -hmm. that you're so right. I was having this conversation. Oh man, analytics. Is what I love that we can geek out about analytics in a way that is like tangible and to me real in a way, right? Because people get so consumed by the analytics and the numbers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is qualitative instead of the quantitative, you know, data that like mm-hmm. you can't really tell by the numbers and like somewhat you can, like you said, by the engagement rate and the type of engagement rate, but still it's like, the general sentiment that you can't put into numbers that is still like so important to to think about when it comes to how are my posts performing and whatnot. Yeah. Like you can see an account that has 10 comments and then you go to those comments and it's like DM it on whatever. Check your DMs. We're looking for an ambassador. Like those are trash comments. Mm-hmm. It's just a robot. Mm-hmm. And I have um like a rule on my account to where like those don't get posted. <laughs> like a few always fall through like my hidden words, but like I try and hide those. Cause like, those are not great comments. And, um, sometimes you look at people's posts too, that have like hundreds of comments and they're all just like very negative or like, you're wrong. You're this, you're that. And like, that's not building a community and that's not building like not a safe spot on social media, but like a nurturing spot. That's just like building a hostile comment. And granted, you can't control people comment on your posts, but you do have control over what you can mute. Wow. Oh, girl, I love this. I think we chatted a little bit about this in the first interview as well, but like 13 year old trolls. Oh my gosh, the freaking 13 year old trolls. (laughs) But I avoid TikTok. I mean, yeah, but like, okay. So firstly, I love that you have like that setting in your um, DMs because you can totally, or not your DMs, your Instagram settings, because you can totally like hide specific or like not allow specific comments based on certain words. I have not thought about doing that yet, but I love that idea. What I usually do is um, actually report the accounts whenever I yeah. get those kind of comments and stuff. And then it actually like takes away the comment, but it's more like, you know, work work. and stuff (laughs) like that. But for sure, like those comments are trash, but, oh man, I love this. And I also think that, yeah, I love that you, there's something to be said about like, what am I allowing in my community Mm -hmm. and what am I not? Right. And I think that sometimes some like negative comments in a way are good, um, 
to be able to like set an example for people mm-hmm. and show people, oh no, you can like stand up for yourself. You can say yeah. no. But then there's also some comments and some language and some topics that is just like you don't need in your space. And that's okay. You can choose to not have those too. Yeah. Like there are certain words that I do not allow <laughs> on my comment section. Like if we have a difference of opinion, that's great, but you can have a difference of opinion with respect. And so like, there are certain comments that I just like certain words that just are not allowed to be posted as a comment on my stuff. And that's protecting my energy. It's protecting the energy of the people who like read that stuff for helpful comments. And like, it's not Reddit. It's not a Facebook group. You have power. Like, you can use it. Yes. Yes. Oh, lady, you just made me so happy. Okay. This makes me so excited. This conversation. Also, I love that. Like, yeah, like you created carousels and Mm -hmm. just a static post and they're like still performing well in the way that you are looking for, like your performance to be, which is wonderful because there is just like, I, you know, even just recently I've been seeing like more and more people being like, okay, you know, uh, a real a day is not enough anymore <laughs> or something like that. A like, real a day is exhausting. Like, I know. I'm like, dude, no, we don't need to be doing more. We need to be like taking control and like bringing it back to the basics and like making it easier on ourselves and whatnot. So is there any other like takeaways that you had from like the content that you did create for this kind of time off? Yeah. So one thing that like another takeaway that I had was It was like a little bit of proof for an underlying suspicion that like Instagram gurus are not a reflection of the vast majority of how people use and consume social media. Like there are some like quote unquote gurus that I follow and I like some of their tips, but their whole full-time job 40 plus hours a week is social media content. And if you are not a full-time content creator, or if your business is not social media reliant or social media forward, it is not realistic in my experience and my point of view to follow like, oh, you need two reels a day plus a static post plus 10 stories. That's not realistic. It burns you out. And the posting schedule I adopted of two times a week for the Sheridan Rome's account is something I'm taking forward with me. It's working very well. It makes me feel really good about that account. I look forward to actually making this stuff because it's not like a chore that's weighing me down. And it gives me space for other things. Like it gives me space to create a podcast. It gives me space to focus on other clients and like my day-to-day job. And that's one thing that had I listened to, you know, whichever rising Instagram guru is like popular of the day, I would just be burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Over here, <laughs> prayers, hand singer, whatever that mode is. Because, <laughs> because it's so true. And that's something I've like realized too, is like, what if we just didn't care? Like, you know, okay, there's certain accounts such as possibly shared in Rome's, you know, that's mm-hmm. like 
very that you are a content creator you mm-hmm. know what I mean and you do but like even with Sheridan Realms like you said you took control of your like content posting and whatnot and you've decided to do it in a way that works for you and all that different stuff which I love but then there's also just like you know I think it's totally a good idea to think about how much of a priority is Instagram for me? How much should I be posting? And it's valuable to just have an active account, mm-hmm. even if your posts don't quote unquote perform super amazingly, according to all of the Instagram gurus and all that yeah. different stuff, right? Like it's, a, it's so, so worth it to just post two times a week and like, not really it like, and accept, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm probably not going to go viral, but this is still very valuable for me in all of these different ways. Yeah. And like kind of the contrast between December, so like right now, December 2022 versus my January of 2022 of explosive growth versus like 2% growth every month. I've noticed that the tactics that require me to grow are the tactics that make me hate being on the platform. So like, I was doing a reels challenge then and I was tired. I would be like, oh no, it's 10 PM. I have to post this and, or like wake up first thing in the morning, grab my phone versus like first thing in the morning, grab my water bottle and just being okay. And like realigning your goals to like how you want your holistic life to look like, because January at the beginning of this year, I spent a lot more time on social media than I do now. And now I think I have a more like fulfilling feeling when it comes to social media, because I know, Hey, I'm posting something that's quality. And I know that people commenting on it are like interested and I can have conversations and like make friendships versus defend myself. Yeah. Oh, I love this conversation so much. You are lighting me up. Honestly, lady, I've been feeling kind of like I haven't posted on Instagram at all. And mm-hmm. since, uh, for almost two months now, almost two months, I have, I've posted on Instagram stories, but not like my regular account and whatnot uh-huh. or like regular posts. I don't and- think I noticed that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. People don't notice, you know, and and it's okay. And like, you know, my thing too, I think that going into 2023 for feel good social, you're bringing me home right now, lady, and you're lighting (laughs) me up about it because I've really been working on kind of like strategies that bring social media back to the basics that make it Mm -hmm. simple, that makes it feel good for you. You know what I mean? And I think moving forward, what I'm going to try to do for feel good social is one post a week (laughs) in our regular account to keep it active and then posting on stories to supplement and just like making sure that it's feeling good for me. So I'm not hating it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That's my approach to reels now. Like I think I posted three in the past two months. Mm -hmm. And I can tell in my reach that I've posted three in the last two months, but it's also been supplemented by the shares that have happened with like the content that is what I consider good. Yeah. I love this so much. Real quick. Have I invited you to join the feel good social club yet? Oh man, my friend, I would love for you to check out our new monthly membership for down-to-earth entrepreneurs who are ready to create content with ease, actually show up and strategically market your business online every month, 
and also make friends with rad down-to-earth entrepreneurs who are just like you, who get it, who are in the posting trenches with you, and who are ever ready to give you a friendly air high five or kick in the accountability booty whenever you need it. <laughs> the Feel Good Social Club is where it is at. Check it out, feelgoodsocial.com slash club. In the club, we have a content library full of Canva templates and tutorials and resources to help you make content creation as easy as possible. We also have monthly content planning workshops where we all come together and talk about the upcoming month's strategy for our content. And we also have community forums where you can get together, ask questions of other club members, brainstorm ideas, ask for feedback. So definitely check it out. Feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Our feel good members are seriously some of the most amazing people that I have ever met. And I would love for you to join us. Feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Check it out. Join today. We would love to see you in there, my friend. All right, let's dive back into today's episode. Okay, so quickly, because I kind of want to talk once again a little bit more about like you taking time off and whatnot, but I would love to hear like, um, I do think that there's something to be said about the topics that you chose to talk about (laughs) for those posts that were super shared and probably also like the way you presented the information (laughs) and then eye-catching, attention-grabbing mm-hmm. way. Like, how did you come about choosing, like, the feminine hygiene and the shitting in the woods topic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm allowed to I'm allowed to use the Oh, word. yeah. Girl. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. So the feminine hygiene topic um, was closely related to why I had to have surgery. And I made that one in, like, a space where... I was like kind of down in the dumps because I didn't spend as much time outside as I wanted to this year because of that. Mm -hmm. And like my circumstance was like an extreme circumstance that's like above and beyond normal. And, but I know that other people who have periods and other people who menstruate, like sometimes feel limited by that. Like they can't do this or like a bear will smell it and eat you in your tent. And that's just (laughs) not true. Uh Like it's doable. It might be uncomfortable and you might not feel great about it, but that's fine. But I wanted to give people the permission slip, as you put it, or like the option to not put activities on hold because they think they don't have other ways to like adapt. And so that one was more of like related to the like emotional space I was in. And I think that one performed well because I don't like fluff. Like (laughs) my caption was just like very straight, direct to the point. And I think that's what made that one useful. And then the how to shit in the woods. People aren't expecting to see the word shit on Instagram. Like they're used to poop or the poop emoji, but not like the word. And I just used an exclamation point for the eye because like I thought it was funny. And it's kind of like the shock value and like the little irreverency that comes with my personality (laughs) and um and then like each slide there was like a tip so like for example don't bury toilet paper because in a lot of places toilet paper doesn't decompose and after it rains then all this toilet paper arises like disgusting little zombies and now you have toilet paper all over the trail just like making sure even though my carousels had a good amount of text on them, I still called things out in bold that were like short sentences because the human mind loves bold sentences. So even if you're scrolling through, you get like the 
too long, didn't read version of each post because of like the bold sentence. Yes, yes, yes. I love this. I love this so much because like the messaging and the design are coming together to make a post the best it can be. Right. And I think that this is what is so awesome about Instagram, social media, about our websites, even and stuff like that. Like, because it's like bringing the text and the design aspect together to make Mm -hmm. like your message come across in the most impactful way. Right. And, and also just like, I think that the biggest takeaway guys is like, whenever you're creating something for your website or for Instagram or whatever it is, just like, make sure that you're thinking about how people consume it and try to put yourself in like your reader or your viewers, like shoes and like, look at the posts and be like, is this the most eye-catching it can be? What's standing out to me? Can't is this easy to read, right? Is the message coming across in an easy way? Yeah, totally. And like the how to shit in the woods one had a lot of my personality infused with it mm-hmm. and like the way I wrote it. And it wasn't so like step one, dig a hole. And like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I did I put like step zombies. one, dig a hole. Yeah. And then I was like, and make sure it's big enough to hit the hole. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which like kind of hints at like a little bit of a personal experience gone wrong, right? Like um and that one I really made with that target audience in mind because when I was starting out, I didn't know how to use the bathroom outside. I never grew up learning that stuff, and I wasn't about to ask a bunch of strangers on Facebook, hey guys how do you shit in the woods? (laughs) You're just asking for a roast fest. And uh, so like, I made sure to keep target audience in mind with that. And I think that's one of the reasons why it did so well, even though it wasn't what Instagram prefers. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. It spoke to your people and added your personality. It's not boring, but it was still like straightforward. It was Mm -hmm. easy. Um, I love this so much. Okay. I ideal Instagram posts guys, (laughs) how to shit in the woods. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. I love this, honey. Um, is there anything else like that you want to share about the content that you created during this time or any takeaways recently like this? Um, I was just very pleasantly surprised that my account didn't tank. I didn't like really see much of a dip. Like this time of year being around the holidays and like in the winter, almost everyone sees a dip because you have brands boosting their posts and ads and like things like that. So we're like the normal people, quote unquote, don't really like get as many views because we're not actively paying for them. And I was just really surprised that taking the time off and resting didn't have a noticeable negative impact. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. <laughs> that is like amazing. <laughs> and it's so true. Exactly. I mean, okay. So I just shared that I haven't posted for a month and a half on feel good social. Mm-hmm. I have exactly the same amount of followers as I did two months ago. You know what I mean? Like, and I haven't posted like barely at all. Right. And like, I, when I post on my Instagram stories, like I received similar views and whatnot, like it's really not that big of a deal. Like 
to take time off. Your your business isn't going to go down in a fiery ball of flames. Your Instagram account isn't going to go down in a fiery ball of flames. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And like before I took the time off, I did make that post that said, hey, I'm changing my posting schedule. I think I got one comment and it was because I also mentioned a podcast in it and the comment was about the podcast. So I don't even know if anybody knew about it or like read because people don't read captions. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless Sometimes. it's your feminine hygiene one. <laughs> then they did. But yeah, so like, I just, if you feel like the need to announce it, like go for it. But I don't think it's necessary to announce you're taking a break. You could just take your break. I was actually going to ask you about that because I, yeah, I heard you say that earlier. And I was like, oh, okay. You told people, I get it. But like, mm-hmm. exactly. I think that exactly. No one has, you haven't noticed that I haven't been posting you feel good no. social. No one really notices. Like it's more our thing, right? They only care about stuff that has to do with them. Right. Yeah. And so that's like what we really need to focus on when it comes to showing up on social media is our ideal customers make them the spotlight of your life and that's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll pay attention to it then. <laughs> like, and then with the VA account, I only posted once in the past six weeks and didn't lose followers. I've gained followers, but ultimately the target audience I have isn't on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like they are Googling like this stuff. So by doing the back end work on SEO, that was light years better for me than, you know, being down on myself, being like, oh, you need to post two, three times a week. It's like, I could just post once a month on that account, which is fine. As long as it's a valuable post, like then it's still doing just fine. You're speaking my language, lady. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing all this. Okay. um, I think that I would love to hear for you personally, mentally, what was Mm -hmm. it like taking time off? So the first week was great. I just mm-hmm. slept. I mean, granted, like <laughs> and you needed it. <laughs> yeah. Granted, there was like uh, some AIDS that came yes. with that. Like <laughs> you don't go through surgery and not get something that makes you a little sleepy. And <laughs> I would say like, I had not felt so refreshed probably since like I was a child and like, I've always been an overachiever. Like I went to a very high pressure high school and um, like where if you didn't get into an Ivy, you were a loser, which like spoiler alert, most of us were losers. Um, (laughs) And uh, like my whole adult life has just been very like stress heavy and like very nose to the grindstone and having the six week break. I have hobbies now. Like I have hobbies now. Like, Obviously, hiking and like being outdoors is my hobby, but that always comes with the caveat of how can I like make this content, but like just something to do for fun. I have that and I'm like mind blown because I've never had that. Oh my gosh. I just like cracked up silently on this side because <laughs> I'm like, because I have hobbies now that is like, oh, like hilarious and adorable and so endearing. And I love it. And I'm so excited for you. And I have been there and I feel that for sure. What are you doing? What are your hobbies? I got a Nintendo switch yes. and like, it's the newest gaming console I've gotten since like the first generation of a Wii. 
And like that was my newest one since the Game Boy Color. So I've had three in my entire lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm playing like cozy games. Like apparently it's a whole subgenre now. I'm just learning so much. And like I just get to be bundled up on the couch with my dog playing this video game. And I kind of like use it as a reward system because like I can go a little too far down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it's like the next day. And oh, yeah. So, but I'm like, okay, I'll create my Tuesday post and then I can play my game. So it's been giving me some like good boundaries that before I would just like let work creep because I have my nine to five job and I would come home from that and then immediately start working on the VA stuff or the Sheridan Rome stuff and then do that until it was time to eat dinner, eat dinner and then work again. But now I'm like boundary. I want to play Spyro. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And I love, I love that your hobby is video games right now. And I have been playing, uh, oh, what is it called now? Oh, Stardew Valley. Have you heard of that one? That's I, on my wish list. It is. Girl, get it. Because then we can geek out about it. It's like my second time going down the Stardew Valley hole, starting a new <laughs> farm and stuff. But for sure, like, I and I love that it's like a reward system as well. And I totally mm. get that. Right. And it is good. Oh man, I have said this so many times on the phone to my mom. <laughs> I talk to my mom about my business all the time. And I'm just like, I miss like working in a restaurant and just being able to like turn off work, like leaving oh, yeah. work and going home. And then you don't have anything else to do. Right. And I kind of think that like playing the video game, like gives you that in a way. It does. Right? Yeah. Cause like if I'm at my computer I'm like queen of tabs. So I'll have like 50 tabs open and I can see my membership community icon, my Instagram icon, my Mm -hmm. Canva icon, my Amazon icons. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm just like, like it's constantly there. Like it's constantly visually there Mm -hmm. down in my office. Like I have my goal tracking charts and like all that stuff on my wall because I like to visualize it. But then there's that problem of like never being able to escape it. So by taking my little video game and going upstairs, it's nice because like then it's like my all of my work is turned off. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Brett has a Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to have to ask him about the Spyro thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, I got it on (laughs) sale at GameStop for $15. Okay. It was great. I'll look into it. And I did not know that there was a cozy video game subgenre. That makes oh, me man. so happy. Stardew Valley's in there. Um, I knew it would be. As soon as you thought, I was like, oh, definitely Stardew Valley is like one of them. They have ones. <laughs> they have ones that is like just hiking. Like you're just hiking in the forest. And I'm what? like, okay, that's a little, I'll, I'd rather go outside and do that. But that's, that's me. Hilarious. So that is taking a lot. I'm going to go down. I'm definitely going to have to go down this like rabbit hole with you, girl. Oh, there's. <laughs> They are rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So I know we've been chatting forever and I could totally chat with you forever and ever and ever. We'll bring you back on at some point. But um, I would love to know, hear from you now, now that you've kind of gone through this experience and you're somewhat like on the other side or getting to the other side of it and whatnot, like um, what are you planning like moving forward? Like what are your takeaways? What are the changes that you're making and all the different stuff because of this? Yeah, I've noticed that I really like the creation part of things. Like, I love writing. I love creating things. I do not necessarily love the back end work of like 
SEO for my blog post. And this whole experience kind of just taught me to be realistic with my time. Um, I'm in like a mastermind is like the best way for me to describe it. Mm-hmm. And one of the mentors in it was talking about like having your bare minimum. And instead of like having your to-do list be a thousand things, because that's so easy to do, right? Just make a bare minimum commitment to yourself. So that way you have something to celebrate every week. So like my bare minimum commitment to myself is two hours on creation a week. And that can be anything. So like my podcast that I decided to start that comes out next year um, is part of that. And that's really fun. Like I've gotten to use so many different parts of my brain and like just reactivate a whole bunch of hobbies or interests that I had, like as a kid, like learning how to edit and all that stuff. So I'm making like the bare minimum commitment going forward of two hours of creation a week. And that's like totally doable, right? Like you can do that on a Saturday morning. So that's one thing I'm taking forward. And then that posting schedule, like the difference that one post it made a that one post a week made in just like my energy levels, my outlook on the um, use of the platform, like is astounding. And I'm giving myself permission to not use reels, which is very controversial. Like I do enjoy making reels. Like when I have the idea, I'll make it in the moment, but sitting down and being like, okay, I'm going to make this reel for this sound and this one for this one. And it's just not fun when I do it that way. So I'm not doing that ever again. That was like the perfect way to end this (laughs) chat. Oh my gosh. You were inspiring me so much. You were lighting me up so much when it comes to my own business and all that different stuff, ladies. So thank you so much for coming on the show again. Um, When this episode comes out, your podcast will already be live. So I'm super excited. Can you please share about that and how people can connect with you? Yeah. So the podcast that will be out when this episode comes out is called Roaming Radio and it's anywhere you get your podcasts and it's like an outdoor variety show. So there are some solo episodes. There are some interview episodes. I've talked to some brands on like how they have developed their brand and like what it takes to get like a product from a thought into like an actual viable product in hands. I've talked to some dietitians about how to eat when you're outside and like how much food you actually need when you're hiking and spoiler alert, it's a lot more than you think. Um, so if you like food, that's a, it's a nice little piece of good news for you. Um, and then there are solo episodes about things like how to set your goals for the new year for the outdoors, some challenges you can do and just like tips for when you're new to the outdoors. Oh, I love this so much. Oh, I cannot wait to listen. It's going to be so great. I'm so excited. Um, Also, please share your Instagrams so that everyone can go follow you too. Yes. So for the virtual assistant side of things, it's called All The Hats VA. Um, and that's the virtual assistant one. And for the outdoor content, for those of you who are new to the outdoors, it's shared in Rome's. I'm sure Kinsey's going to leave it in the show notes because my name is a doozy to spell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everything will be linked in the show notes. So excited. Thank you so much for coming on, lady. It's been an awesome conversation. Yeah, I'm glad you had me again. It's always fun chatting with you.
Thank you so much for tuning in today, my friend. I hope that you love this conversation as much as I did. And if you did, don't forget to snap a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you tag both me and Sheridan. I'm at feelgoodsocial. She is at Sheridan Romes. If you want the spelling, look in the show notes below. But tag us if you share this on Instagram because we would love to reshare it to our profiles and just connect with you over there. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will catch you next time I catch you. Thanks so much for listening, my friend. For show notes and a whole lot of other awesome freebies, visit feelgoodsocial.com. Simply go to feelgoodsocial.com for all the goods.